0: Hello, everyone. Hope you are well uh, and enjoying your weekend. I think it's Sunday. I'm, I've lost track of all all days. Um, I think I'm in my 12th day of uh, quarantine. i um, been quarantined to the top floor of my grandma- uh, grandparents' house, so I haven't really left <laughs> the building Um but um, using this time trying to get some um trying to get a few interviews done uh which i have and finally was able to do the catch up interview again with uh Ryan Stratus we uh we did a podcast a while back but unfortunately the audio um uh was not great and i couldn't save it so we um finally been able to uh, redo this one and uh, it was great. Lots of, I guess, developments, uh, especially due to the coronavirus. Um, both, uh, both our competition, you know, both our competitions were postponed. Um, but yeah, I was really happy to get them back on. Ryan Stratus is one of four American Ninja Warriors to have competed on every single season. Um, so he's the OG of OGs um, and yeah' he's, he's an awesome awesome uh, awesome guy and it was great to have him on. Um, Ryan has a military background and it was interesting hearing how he has used that um, to help him with his training and, and, and some of the, some of the, the tips I guess that he's taken away from the military which really helps him with ninja so there's definitely some value in here and yeah hope you enjoy this one. Here we go. Hey, brother. How you doing? How's it going, man? Yeah, good. Oh, that audio is so much better. How's audio sound? Is audio a lot better? Way better, way better. I don't know what it is about Google Hangouts, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? What's you drinking? Coffee? Yeah, American style, so <laughs> instant, <laughs> instant sugar uh, yeah. to mask uh, it all. And time. then... <laughs> did, did you uh did you make it back home safe with all the travel? Oh my god! I, still in LA? No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm back in Australia. I just made it. I literally just Jesus. made it. Um, they've now, in at least in Australia, Australia wide. We have now, um, uh, we're banning all travelers. So, damn. Only, only. So yeah only citizens and residents can get into the country, but you still we we have to we have a 14 day quarantine. So anyone coming into the country uh, is being quarantined. so I'm on day five of 14 <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm in an interesting situation. so I don't live where I am now. This is my grandparents' house. I live in a house with like my landlord, her partner, and a few other people and if i had God. if i'd stayed there i would be restricted to my room because there's so many surfaces that are outside my room that everyone else uses um and you know the the, the yeah so i would have to coordinate with seven other people as to when i can when i could use anything it would be like in prison it would be like a proper prison like, yeah. like <laughs> um and yeah, i had no I mean, food i had no food in the house so um, and if we are caught outside the house during quarantine, it's hard to police, but if for some reason you get busted, you'll get, there's a, um, I think potentially up to six months in jail plus what? a $20,000 fine.
1: <laughs> Good grief, man. That's serious.
0: Yeah, man. They're, they're, they're being locked down. I yeah. think they, uh, certain cities are starting to do that where they're saying, you know, uh, hold in place or uh, yeah, shelter in place. I think they're phrasing,
1: I mm. they don't want you leaving the house at all. They've got curfew set, don't go out past a certain hour. Mm. Um, they, but not to the point where it's like I can't just leave and drive around if I didn't want to. Um, but
2: I think certain towns are locking down the ones where they have higher cases, it's pretty scary mm.
1: so.
0: Well, I, think most, yeah. Yeah. I think people are allowed to leave and move around and stuff, but people like me who've just. I came over. I, I arrived overseas two days after they proposed the quarantine.
2: Right.
0: Whereas Olivia got into the country like two days just before. So she's able to do Ninja, she's able to film. Um, oh, jeez I shouldn't have probably said that, but that's okay. <laughs> are, they still, are they still doing Ninja? Uh, yeah, over there, in Australia. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they they filming. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, they they don't they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
2: dude.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna mute wow. that. I'm gonna mute that bit about Olivia. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. That's understandable. I mean, everybody's got
1: their different, um, you know, different rule sets they gotta follow, and as long as they feel like everybody's staying safe over there, then.
2: Hmm.
0: Mm, do, they, do, they're yes, yeah. They're reducing the audience next, to like next to nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but it's it's Embassy's crazy. It down makes sense. Mm. Well, uh, who knows? Who knows what
1: they'll do for A&W this season,
0: man? It's uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy time. Are yeah. they? Do you reckon they'll still call people for St. Louis? Like, what what do you think's gonna happen? With the date being pushed, um,
1: they'll probably just wait. It would make sense just to wait wait
0: it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, though. Would But, like, do you think, because they've told us, they told us our places are secure, don't worry. So, like, what I'm curious is, like, does that mean the people they haven't called yet but we are going to? Are they, are like, I'm hoping people like you are sorted. I hope they don't have a, I'm sure returning ninjas like yourself. I'm sure that's not a problem. Well, uh, but I'm, I'm curious. I am curious. man. I don't know. You'll see. uh, We'll find out
1: sooner or later. I don't think it's going to affect too much. I think with the dates being pushed, they might want me in a different – they might try to squeeze me into the D.C. round now if everything goes later into the season. Mm. Um, That was my whole reason for waiting to be put into St. Louis was to let my shoulder heal up. Uh, So we'll see how the timing works out. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. Can I mean, be pretty crazy. Might have been, for them yeah. to everything down and just keep the same. They keep the same timeline, but just have it, uh, you know, a couple of months down the road. Mm. Um, that way nobody's like stressed about filming schedules and they so it's not like a rushed season. You know, everything yeah. just gets bumped. Yeah, in a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure if they'll be willing to do that. Who knows what they'll try to do, man?
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll I'm, see. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very curious. So you guys this is what's interesting so in america it appears like gyms are being told they have to close whereas here we're still allowing gyms to operate they just have to operate under a um you know strict um guidelines and stuff how has this been affecting your training or maybe the community's training like what's 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 been happening Um. well i've seen the
1: people that work at those gyms you know they'll still have access to those facilities to they're doing like at-home workout videos and stuff so i think the the ninjas that are working at gyms like that probably still have access to those facilities so those guys probably have a leg up on people um training wise i've seen more people get outside to like various outdoor parks that still have some uh ninja type obstacles Mm. um but yeah definitely the lack of access to uh Everyday Ninja Gems kind of goes back to the way things were before everybody had Ninja Gyms all over the place. Wow! So, kind of like back in two thousand nine. I was you gonna to go say back to uh, training back in <laughs> people's backyards, and if you got your homegrown Ninja Gyms, those guys are gonna be uh, staying pretty fresh. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's like a Ninja Apocalypse. Yeah, you what you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ties nicely. This ties nicely in so. Ryan, you're you're an absolute veteran, so you 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 know what it's like yep. to be doing ninja and training without without anything without anything around you. So I this know. Is... yeah. Without well, gyms all over the place, you just gotta, gotta figure out what works and uh, use what you got. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So um, <laughs> so uh, it's it's, it's weird having to. It's weird redoing this. I've already gone through everything, and then it's like, wait, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. So, <laughs> so, That's all good. so take me back ten years ago. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I know. Ten years it's ago, been a long time. N- ninja was not a thing in America. What were you doing in your life? What was your life like? Uh, well, back
1: before the show was even around, uh, my primary focus was to. Uh, graduate college and get my commission in the Army National Guard. I had a military scholarship that paid for everything, and um, the only, only kickback I had to do was return that time in college through military service. Uh, it was a really good, really good deal for me. Um, finished up college, and as soon as I got into my officer's training school, that's when I first saw Ninja Warrior uh, flipping channels late one night. Um, and fell in love with it like immediately. Told all my friends about it. Uh, a few of them thought I was crazy, but for the most part, they thought it was just like a niche channel, niche show. It was back on the G4 channel, so um, even less known channel out there. Uh, mm. Very, very small fan base. Um, and then that I don't know, kind of took off slowly but surely. But it, it took a good couple of years before it really caught traction. So those first three seasons. It was still relatively unknown. It wasn't until season three when NBC decided to have the finale aired on uh, on like prime time. Uh, that's when the show
2: started to really gain traction. It Was right around that season three NBC episode. Wow. So what were
0: you yeah. doing? What were you doing in college? So what 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 was what led you to to go into the direction of the military?
1: Well, I always wanted to serve. That was kind of uh, ingrained in me at a young age. Uh, both my parents were in the military. Uh, my dad was Air Force. My mom was Navy. Uh, they, they both served the minimum amount of time and got out got married, all that all that jazz. Huh.
2: Um, but knowing their background, I kind of wanted to serve at some point. Um,
1: so all through high school, that was kind of the goal, was to get a good uh, military scholarship. Um. And that was the National Guard provided a really good one.
2: Nice. Uh, it was
1: just you had to be in the National Guard while you were in college and then once you finish college then you pay back uh, like a six year period. So I was in for about 12 uh, 12 and a half years um, before I decided to finally uh, change things up. Um, yeah yeah military college was, I was it was all about just getting in getting in the military and, and find a way to
0: serve. Mm. Uh, the
1: college was kind of just an extra bonus.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So while it you're in high out, uh, yeah, sorry, go on. I was saying it worked out military circuit well, um gave me a good
1: foundation to get things going right out of college. uh still kind of wishy-washy about the career path because the military side was was great about giving you like set goals and guidelines and things like that. Yeah. But uh, because I was National Guard. That was only
2: one weekend out of the whole month. But I was doing military type stuff. Of rest of the time, I was still
1: trying to figure out, you know, what career path to follow. I didn't really have a good, uh, a good idea of where I wanted to take that. Um, and it was in that downtime that I really found uh, Ninja Warrior. That's right when they started to announce the competitions with the uh, American Ninja Challenge version. So that kind of gave me
0: more uh, motivation to get to get in shape and get back into the swing of things ah yeah that's awesome it's funny how just things can change over So you know you have this this thing that you're going to do that or you so you think you'll do who knows the rest of your life and then all of a sudden something just comes in and it just it, it, it just changes so when you were in high school what sports were you playing when you were in high school
1: oh man was a scrawny kid, man. I couldn't. I couldn't hang with the big jocks, all the big football <laughs> players and stuff. That was all popular, like uh, football and uh, basketball were the main two popular sports in high school. Yeah. Uh, neither of which I, c- I could do anything with. So,
2: um,
1: <laughs> thankfully, I was able to get on the, the wrestling team. Uh, but I was the scrawniest kid on the team. I was 98 pounds
2: Damn. starting out in freshman year. Uh, but they would be in shape. So. Um,
1: Definitely, definitely, owe a lot to the wrestling world. Um, Taught me a lot about determination. uh, You know, just having pretty much one-on-one confrontation at a young age uh, really, really teaches you how to be, uh, you know, dedicated to a certain sport.
2: Mm.
0: How How young were you when you started? Like when you started wrestling? Uh, We didn't
1: have wrestling. Yeah, we didn't have wrestling anywhere until uh, high school in my state some states have it as young as like elementary and middle school, but it wasn't big in the South where I grew up. Um, so didn't start that until,
2: yeah, right, right when I got into high school freshman year. So about 12, 13, I guess. Mm.
0: And, and, and obviously carrying that over into, you know, into the military, what was that experience like physically? Like what, what was that like for you? Was it too much? Um, Same kind of thing, like thankfully by the time I left high school, I was uh, a little more well-rounded physically, not such a scrawny kid, uh, that was able to keep up with the military training, the military just put more pounds on me for sure, um,
1: but same kind of, you know, same kind of goal-oriented type training, um, they definitely break you down before building you back up, Mm. um, and that mutual mutual suffering, that's, that's how they build their unit cohesiveness, um similar in how kind of ninja warrior builds the bonds between all the athletes we're all trying to beat one uh one goal um
0: it's the same kind of thing we're all suffering uh mutually together mm. uh, and that builds those
1: friendships builds those bonds pretty pretty strongly
0: interesting that's a that's a really good comparison i never i've never thought i've never thought about that yeah Wow. because uh, we're, tr- we're all trying to do the same thing. It's, it's you see how different people go about it, and we're all happy for each other usually mm. uh, when things get accomplished. So it's mm. a pretty pretty cool way to build those friendships. Wow, that's, that's a f- Well I mean, obviously, it would never occur to me not being in the military, but yeah, interesting. So yeah, I mean, along yeah. the lines of like that, what are what are what are some key things that you think that your time in the military, um. That you learned, that you've been able to apply directly when you're running a it doesn't have to necessarily be on the show. It could be local comps, but you know when you're competing, what what are some of the things that you have taken away from the military?
1: Um, I'd say definitely one of their methodologies was something called like backward planning. It's where you see the end goal and you have to start trying to plan backward from that um, for time sake. this. Um, so it's, it's just a easier way to try to map things out ahead of time. Usually like after one season's done, I, um, I'm already looking towards the next season to try to figure out where I need to be by certain dates along the, uh, the year yeah. or be
2: prepared for the, for the next season coming. So always having that, uh, you know, that, that forward looking mindset, um, planning ahead kind of things was, yeah. uh, been really good taken away
0: from the military. Interesting backwards planning, okay. And uh, I guess a whole never quit attitude that's kind of ingrained in you, mission first, mm. uh, kind of thing. Never, uh, but never forget your mission
2: and never, never give up. I haven't quit yet. <laughs>
0: <Still trying. laughs> You'll have one arm, one leg, and you still won't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Half a beard. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Don't quit. Oh, well maybe if you have half the beard, maybe that might be the uh, that might be the killer. <laughs> uh, no,
1: I, <laughs> I know, I don't wanna lose that. I don't wanna lose
0: that. Is beating Brett Sims like a massive drive for you? <laughs> uh, it, I, it's, that's kind of like uh, I wouldn't say beating Brett. It's more of just like keeping my beard. That's, that's what that's I mean. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanna keep my beard. I don't
2: wanna beat my friend. <laughs> but that's kind of a
0: byproduct of it. He's the one that set that one up. Hey, man. Um, you can't risk losing that beard, man. It's collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> I It's worked for us these last two seasons. It's been pretty hilarious. Uh, it just <laughs> helps take away the stress,
1: yes. Mm. You know, when you're out there, things can be so stressful. Um, it's fun to have that kind of side bet going as a way mm. to take away the seriousness uh, the competition. There's been years where, like, season season four was the worst year I've ever done, and uh, that year I took it like way too serious, and mm. uh, because of that, I think
0: it got in my head and caused me to perform um, too nervous. I was too nervous about a lot of different factors, mm. um, so when I took it, I took things too seriously.
1: That kind of took away from my performance. Mm. So, gotta,
0: what like, Yeah, you know, I got to mix it up, a lot of lightheartedness. Keep things enjoyable, especially over all of these seasons we've been doing it for so long. Mm. You got to be able to find ways to uh,
1: find ways to enjoy it, even though it is a
0: stressful sport. oh hundred percent. So take me back to the first season. You've applied, you you got on, and what was your prep like? Like, do you know, do you have any idea what you're preparing for? Obviously, you've watched it, but like, well, uh, no, no, man. Like, I I think based off of what I saw on the
2: show. I was like, "Guy, I'll be fine. I'll be all right. This won't be
1: so bad." And I was like, "Not. Uh, I wasn't afraid of any of the obstacles. I, I figured I could beat pretty much whatever they threw at me." Mm-hmm. Um, but my technique was definitely not where it needed to be, <laughs> um, or my um, or my like conditioning for like
2: getting through things without getting tired. Yeah, because the military ob- military obstacles were all about confidence building, team
1: building. Not so much how fast could one person get through it. Um, so it was a whole whole different uh, type of obstacle course. Uh, so when I got there, I was getting more tired than I realized my technique was sloppy, um, didn't quite get through fast enough in um, the first season to make it to make it on to the next stage because in the first couple of years they based it off of uh, eh, whoever got through the fastest, um, we had so many people hitting the buzzers and get through the qualifying rounds. It had to be the top 30 times. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like 50 people or
2: more that would make it through. So oh, wow, you know, it
1: would only take the top. I know. Not like these days where it's like less than 10 people hitting a, a, <laughs> or a qualifying buzzer. Mm. Um, those first couple of days people were getting through within like 30 seconds.
2: What? Uh, yeah. there were really different courses back then. That's amazing. Um, yeah, my first time I made it, I got I got to the warp wall. It took me three times
1: to get up the wall. It was like a sloppy climb up. I hit the buzzer, and I was like, all right, well, I guess that's it. We'll see what happens. And then, uh, I had a minute and like 10
2: seconds or something, mm-hmm. and then that was on the first day. And then the second day, all the parkour people showed up, and <laughs> we like blowing through it. And I was like, well, there goes my shot. I got
1: bumped out. Uh, so... From that point on, I knew I had to start training more speed in mm. order to make it into that top thirty
0: bracket. So, th- so I th- had to definitely switch up. So. so if that was a qualifying round, what what were the? How did it work then? What were the next rounds? So was it like city finals and then straight to Japan or something? Or how, how did it work?
1: Uh, they they changed their format a lot. Um, season one, it was uh, city qualifying round for the top thirty. And then they had a top 15 out of that, uh, or the top 30 do an
2: extended course, similar to how it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they took the top
1: 15 from those to uh, a knockout round, which was just a bunch of different uh, exercises out on a beach. That was the very first season. It was very, very gimmicky, kind of (laughs) like, I think they had a stack they had to carry cinder blocks with a bungee
2: on their back, like a big bungee, yeah, and like try to stack them the pyramids. They had like
1: weird beach challenges uh, for the first season to figure out who to the top ten were.
2: That's awesome. And then sent them over, sent them to uh, Japan from there. But then seasons
1: uh, two and three, that's when they did city qualifying, city finals, and then they would take them to a boot camp, yeah, and do like three, three teams of five. Wow. To determine who the top ten were going to be out of that, and those those seasons were pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and then season season four and on is when they started building everything in the states uh, and stopped sending us over to Japan. Sadly, <laughs> missed the Miss the Japan days.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've seen it a few times. Um, yeah, it's a crazy it's a crazy looking course. Um, I love the the engineering that they have like. It's that blend of, you know, like, wipe-out obstacles. Yeah. With, you know, just crazy things, you know, moving and stuff. And then, like, yeah, like, it's um it's definitely interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little different. They don't like um, mechanized obstacles in the States. That's one of the, uh, I think, one of the rules that they decided to go with because there's so many, I guess, technical issues that could happen. Mm. So, for the most part, they stay away from anything uh,
2: mechanized. Mm. But things can slide, things, things can still move. It just has to be like momentum based and can't, can't be an actual like
1: something that requires power
2: or anything like that. So, yeah. I don't sense. think we'll see, we, we won't see like the hedgehog, the thing with the moving arms. Mm. I don't think we'll ever
1: see that in the States. Um, yeah, the treadmills and things like that you see in Japan. Um, or the back draft, like, or the, where you had to swim against the current, things like that, we'll never have to deal with. Um,
2: yeah, at least hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> they're making it hard enough on us already.
0: <laughs> I don't know, did you, did you watch Beastmaster at all on Netflix? Uh, bits and pieces. I caught a couple episodes. Oh. I wasn't too impressed. You
1: weren't too impressed? There's a few things I thought. <laughs> nuts <No. laughs> There's a
0: couple things that were kind of cool, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It'd have been fun to try. They, um, but I... they, they had this obstacle where you crawled under this tunnel and as soon as you started, uh, they just started dropping it into the water. <laughs> so you had to crawl up the I top and then, yeah, fine, <laughs> and then jump onto some treadmill and then jump onto this treadmill. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I
2: remember that. Yeah, yeah, it looked horrifying. <laughs> Oh, some of
1: them would
0: not want to throw it. Oh my goodness! I was like, too scary." Some <laughs> of them looked
1: fun, um, but yeah, some mm-hmm.
0: of them just looked a little, little, little rough. Yeah, no, that's that's insane. So, you know, come season four, they changed the format. Um, how had your training progressed leading up to season four? So, wh- what were some skills or things that you you probably had learned in that time? while you were competing uh definitely
1: more uh good question uh more parkour i definitely implemented uh uh, more of the parkour training since that helped with uh just my endurance and cardio transitioning in between obstacles Mm. uh gave me a lot better sense of like how to land on on uh platforms and you know roll out if you need be things like that Mm. Uh, so parkour definitely helped out a lot in that regard. uh, and, and mental training. Mentally, I was probably the sharpest in season uh, season three, um, That's thanks to a book called uh, "Thinking Body, Dancing Mind." Uh, it's really all about the visualization processes that you uh, need to use for pretty much any situation that you uh, come to face with. Mm. That can be the, what was good about the book. It broke it down into like business, uh, life, and then sport situations. Um, it taught you how to visualize out all these different uh, scenarios. Um, and it's a highly recommended book. I tell a lot of different people to check that out. I think the mental game is something that can be overlooked a lot when everybody's. You look at an obstacle course and you're like, oh, that's simple. That's all physical type stuff. But when you gotta deal with the cameras, the crowd, you got one chance, like all that, you gotta have a uh, mental clarity when you're out there.
0: Mm. What was it called? Uh, thinking body dancing mind is that right yep 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 thinking body dancing mind it's all
1: about your head trying to do all the processes so whenever it's time for your body to think um it it does it on its own essentially
0: interesting i'll look into it Ah, Yeah, yeah it's a really good book so and then come season four um you know they changed everything what was then that experience like for you when you then compare it to japan what were, the, what were some of the differences or similarities? Uh,
1: well, the uh, uh, city qualifying round, city finals, and having it in like a bunch of different locations was a whole new concept. Um, everybody was curious to see what city was going to get, what obstacles, and try to track throughout mm-hmm. the cities. Like, all right, well, they got that, so we don't have to worry about it. That mm-hmm. leaves XYZ for us to maybe have to face. So there'd be a lot of game planning um, as the cities were to happen, if you're in like the later
2: rotations. Mm. Um, so it kind of helps to be in a later city because then you'll know, like you can factor out a lot of different things that you don't have to face. Yeah. Um, and
1: those earlier days, I think they only swapped out maybe one or two obstacles. Um, it wasn't a huge, like undertaking, like, like right now they only keep three obstacles the same across all the cities. Um, uh, for the last couple of seasons, that's like the steps, mm. uh, the warp wall, salmon ladder, and then like the final, the final climb. So it's like four out of the 10 obstacles are the same, the rest are brand new. So that's a lot of variety. That's crazy. Um, seasons four and five, they were pretty much the same across the board, except for like one or two things
2: mm. here and there. But it wasn't until I think season seven when they really started changing things out a lot for everybody. Yeah.
1: is where Mount Midoriyama is for the states, Um, and then the differences between Vegas and Japan was in Japan, they would film it all in one day. They'd start in the morning, do stage one all the way through the night into stages two, three, and four, Um, so that was like one really long day, but in, in Vegas, they did stage one in one night, and then they would come back for stages two, three, and four the next night. Mm. Which is something that Japan started doing, I think, these last couple of seasons as well. It's mm. just uh, tougher to uh, try to film it all in one
0: go. Well, I think it was—I think it was—I don't know. I remember who told me? It might have been Kirsten, but he was saying, you know, that you, you're filming stage two, three, four, USA versus the world skills. I'm like, huh? How are they filming all that? In... Oh, if they... <laughs> yeah. How, how do they film that in one night? Man,
1: this is long. Vegas. Well, they'll do. uh, Yeah, if you're there for the whole run in Vegas, it's typically like a ten day period, because they want you in for like medical. They want you in for like all the interview stuff. Yeah. Um, And then you'll have Vegas stage
0: one for the first night. Mm -hmm. stages two, three,
2: four the next night. Mm -hmm. Then you'll get maybe maybe
1: a break day, or they'll have you whoever's selected for the All Stars. Uh, no USA, that's right. USA versus the world is usually night three. Then you get like a break day. Then you'll have all stars, and then they'll do like skills. So it's like six days of filming. Wow. Pretty intense.
0: I was gonna say and there's you're there for the whole. That's crazy. You train your body for Vegas, man. It's a uh, it's a gauntlet. Oh my god. It's not just getting through the primary show. If you do really good and you want to you want
1: to get on the extras, you gotta be. Uh, you got to be pretty tough to to hang that long. It's it's pretty pretty challenging staying healthy that whole.
0: Wow, that's intense. Yeah. That is intense. Oh man. Wow. So. So get ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Train your body. You got to gotta, gotta be ready for the long haul. Oh my goodness. Well, I was struggling enough with just trying to get multiple flights. <laughs> I was. Oh gosh. I was. Um, yeah. I was I mean personally by the time we were actually would have filmed LA I was at the sickest I was at the I was at the worst part of a flu because I had been oh, travelling wow. just constantly that week before and it's great, it was fine, but by the end of the week I was just <sighs> I was struggling. Um so yeah. like I'm you know, part of me is glad it was cancelled <laughs> or postponed. Right. But
1: a chance
0: to too. Yeah, on the other hand, like, I'm like, okay, well, look, I would have still sent it. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's crazy trying to. Um, and then I was trying to flip my schedule. I was trying to go night. I was oh, struggling. Yeah. I was struggling. <laughs> I can't imagine, dude. Ah, uh, well, the thing was maybe it was because I was sick, but it was funny because like I have no problems just staying up late if I if it happens. But trying to force myself to stay up to like three in the morning, I wanted to go to bed at like ten. <laughs> really? uh, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's that's that's intense. So for you, at what point? When did you? So because obviously you got sent to Japan in the first few years. What was this like the turning point year for you, where like you just started gaining really good momentum and, and consistency? At what point for you? Oof, I've had a couple of those points. Um, it seems like my career has kind of done one of these <laughs> uh, up and
2: downs. Yeah, the wave of uh, ups and downs. Um, season, let's see. I built up my best season was season three. Mm-hmm. And then I had a crash in season four. Um, and then I started catching my stride again, going into
1: seasons five and six. Then I kind of fell short seasons uh, eight and nine. It's kind of gone up and down all over the place, man. Um, kind of going going waves through three
0: three seasons. It, it seems to be uh, a bunch of ups and downs. I'm kind of on the uptick right now. Mm. Seasons uh, 10 and 11 were really good to me. Mm. Um, so we'll see what season 12 brings. Season eleven, that was your be- was that your best one so far? Uh best one in the States. So I yeah. uh, still made it further in Japan on okay. stage three. Okay. Uh stage three stage three in Japan I fell on the cliffhanger. Um Oof. which
2: was the third obstacle. And then Japan and uh, the States, so I get to stage three and fall on the second one. So <laughs> still made it further in Japan. Still trying to get back. Oh man, that's crazy. past that. I was, I was Going too fast. I was trying to get
0: through the uh, that northern passage.
1: Yeah. Um uh, and I wanted to I wanted to I was more focused on getting to the uh, cliffhanger with enough upper body strength to get through it. So my idea was try to get through it fast and uh, made that mental error put two on two one on. yeah pop yeah. right out.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: So it gets get you even in a long haul and even make it that far, you gotta make sure you stay focused on every last obstacle. Don't
0: look ahead too far. That's crazy. Like I can't imagine what it would have been like for Drew and and for for Daniel like to just maintain, especially getting to the flying bar. Like, you know, we haven't oh, seen we yeah. haven't seen that since season seven. So it's like everyone's probably holding. I'm guessing everyone's probably holding their breath. Like, oh, is it about to happen again? So I can't imagine what it would be know. like in that moment. Um. Well, a lot of energy, man. It's a good feeling to, to be a part of that and
2: see it happen, you know. So it's, it's definitely motivating to see it can be done and just gives us all hope to come back the next season. Yeah,
0: yeah. And how, how yeah. is your shoulder doing? A lot better, man. The the stem cell injections seem to be uh, doing the trick. Mm. Um, I was training pretty consistently. There's still certain motions that I try to avoid
1: anything, like really, really fast, jarring um I'm still building the strength back up in there yeah uh but I feel like yeah. I'll, I'll be good to go when it's finally time to start filming this this season
0: again oh awesome that's great so how has your shoulder injury you know impacted your your training and your 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 yeah ninja career how how is that like how are you dealing with that how are you managing Uh, definitely taking a break from everything um kind
2: of puts things into perspective um can't coach full-time like i was before
1: stepped away from that so let my body heal up and trying to try to find some other avenues of uh means of employment i guess so got back onto the whole uh, twitch streaming playing video games um enjoying that part as part of the uh, recovery process Mm. um Definitely getting out into the community more, so I still I can still manage events and things like that, uh, meet and greets, and uh, doing clinics and workshops.
2: But I got to do it in a lot limited uh, capacity. So anything that's like you know full time work workload like I was doing before, that I've realized that just made those issues that I had a lot worse. Mm. Um, So that that affected my career to that degree. Um, So I don't think I'll be coaching full time anymore uh, just the, uh, the gigs that I can land, Mm. um, a couple of gigs a month, you know, and I'll be
1: happy if I go out and do some speaking engagements as well, um, will anything that's not too physical (laughs) all the time, try to to pace things out a little bit more now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and you're, you're able to, you're surviving off all of that, like that's, that's enough for you? Uh, more would definitely be better, but it's it's getting to that point where I can't. So yeah, that's awesome. I don't need much. I'm a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty thrifty guy. I don't need a, a extravagant lifestyle to get by. So yeah, nah, that's good. A couple gigs every, every now and then, and I'm, I'm pretty much set. That's awesome. Are you living by yourself, or do you do you, do you share, or how 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 do you? Uh yeah, I was, uh, but now moving in with a buddy of mine. Me and him decided to go in on a place. Um that's gonna help both of us just
1: financially mm. just cheaper to you know, split split the rent. Yeah. Um so I'm in the process of moving out of my apartment to move into a town home with a buddy of mine.
0: Nice. still so, uh, still in Denver. Fun.
1: Yes, yeah, still still in the uh I'll be south of Denver a little bit. Um but yeah, love it out
0: here, in Colorado. The, uh, the scenery out here is really nice. Yeah, out- training at out, altitude's a pretty good benefit as well. Yeah, very true. So with uh, with it being a you know ninja apocalypse, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> how are you continuing your training? What's what what are you resorting back to? Uh,
1: just use what you got, man. Like I got a couple. I have a pull-up doorway. Thing um, and whatever body weight exercises you can manage around the around the house. You know, if you have your own supplies, little weights and
2: things like that, just make do with what you got. Mm. Um, if you have anywhere outside that you
1: can run, if you're not on a complete lockdown, uh, you can do that. Or just yeah, you know, find find areas that you can train mm.
2: where there's not a lot of people. I guess in the meantime. Mm. Um. So. It'll be interesting to see who can adapt how much this affects everybody.
0: <laughs> well, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quarantined because I'm staying with my grandparents at the moment. And obviously, they're, they're the population. You can't be anywhere near. But to stay with All them right. is actually easier for me in regards to staying at my old place. But I'm quarantined to just being upstairs. So I can't... Okay. I can't actually go downstairs just to play it safe. So my grandmother has to drop off food and stuff at the bottom of the stairs and I go down and I'll pick it up. So <laughs> Yeah, at least you get some stair runs in. Yeah, well yeah, if I, I didn't think about that. But yeah, so I don't have a pull up bar. I've got I'm I'm in my off I'm in the office now. There's a whole bunch of random stuff, so I um pull ups, I was like, how am I going to do pull ups? And then uh-huh. I finally found a way if I go down the stairs and reach up for the, for the rails. Um, I can, I can just get my fingers in, but I need to chalk up because of the sweat. I'll just, I'll peel off. And once oh, I, sorry, I yeah, and once I, and once I'm hanging and I let my feet go, then my feet are in the air. So, you know, I've got steps going down underneath me. So that has been the only way <laughs> I oh, can do, geez. yeah, I can do pull ups um, yeah. and getting, yeah, getting off a bit. It's not tricky. It's easy. You just sort of swing forward and then reach your leg back, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely made things interesting. A
2: little more more challenging to train, sure. Yeah.
0: And, um, I if I have to, I can, there's a window here. I can, I can escape to go onto the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Scramble out. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, I'm definitely, I'm sure things will blow over. Things get back to normal soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope so. I I, I feel for you guys if, with all your gyms being closed. I mean, at least our gyms are still open. I mean, I can't go to them, but I think they're open for now. Who knows? I think it's more not. It's more people are are getting too scared to to go to gyms. So um, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a weird it's a weird time. I mean, I don't think we'll ever. I don't know. We'll, this yeah once in a probably a lifetime kind of thing. Hopefully once, yeah, hopefully once in a lifetime. That's uh, yeah, definitely
2: definitely a uh, unique unique thing nobody's dealt with in a long time.
0: Yeah. Um so what um obviously I would say your goals to to finish. Um but is there something that you've been training or were training specifically? Like was there a specific skill or Obstacle, a move that you've been, or uh, you've been putting your focus on of late, before before this all happened. Um,
1: just uh, just trying to get the shoulder back the way it was, and just relearning a lot of the techniques. And I felt like knocking off the ring rust, getting back in the swing of things. Like I was having a hard time just even. Um, you, you stay like, I was off obstacles for like seven months, so. Wow. Yeah, I had to go back in and like relearn the timing of the lache. Like, all right, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna reach up for this, you know, what point do I need to let go and like how does my body need to be? So I was like trying to ride a bike again, but um slowly but surely putting the pieces back together. Once everything starts clicking again then I'll probably go back to training the grip more for the cliffhanger. I mm. uh, don't wanna finally get there and then fall on it again. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, get through that, like, into everything that's going to be stage three and on is pretty much the focus. I feel like if you can get through stage three, your body's strong enough for that, and the rope climb, then the rest of the preliminary rounds and, and before should be, uh, should be doable. So,
0: definitely looking towards the end game. Mm. Um, don't want to, don't want to get there and then come up short again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So besides your yourself, Drew and um, Daniel, we'll keep we'll keep you guys out of out of, the, out of this equation. Who who would you be? Who would be your next five ninjas that you think can get to the rope? Five ninjas um, on the rope, man. Uh, Brett Sims. Yep. they want my buddy Brett, he's got to break the streak of him not making it past stage one. As soon as he's past stage one, I think it's gonna be uh done deal yeah okay. so uh brett sims for sure uh david campbell an old godfather ninja he's got to get back in action i'm sure he'll make it yeah um let's see that's two two ogs right there some other folks let's see i'd like to see uh man nage i think nage gonna come back and fire under him since his fall on stage one so yeah. Naj is probably gonna come out swinging yeah uh, na and who else now keep in mind these are people that you genuinely think can finish or finish can finish stage three and 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 get there so yeah in your in your uh, in your professional I mean, there's a, a lot like there's the what's crazy about it the show is like you got people that you're like oh yeah
2: this guy definitely' Can do it one day as long as he doesn't mess up, and then you got people that like, you wouldn't even assume could do it, and mm. they
0: just show up on the day. You know, and, it's and like deliver. Yeah. that's the thing about ninjas. It's, it's crazy. You can you can look
1: at somebody like, yeah, this guy's got a great background. He should be able to do it no problem. Yeah, and then he falls on
0: something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't even expect. So it's a crapshoot, man. You can um, look at somebody's track record and assume he'll do well, but then you know, out of the blue, he falls on something. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think who else?
1: I want to see. Let's see. We need some females. I'd love. I'd love to see like some of the stronger females get through. That's that's uh, done well these last couple couple of seasons. Like uh, Michelle, mm. um, Flex. Uh, yeah,
2: the Lebrek get Lebrek needs to get through stage one finally. Uh, Beard get, uh, Beard get back on stage two and on. So yeah, there's some some good potentials.
1: Um, um Yeah, I don't know. Too many to choose from, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to choose from. I'm trying to think. Top five. Uh who else I'd like to see on there? Uh James McGrath, I think he needs to make a comeback. He's
2: been having a hard time on stage one, that jumping spider.
0: Yeah. Um I'm leaning more towards old school folks. <laughs> <laughs> God, I it, but no bias at all.
2: I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> I'll throw one rookie. One, one rookie. We'll give one rookie a shout out. Let's see.
0: Um, I guess you can't really call him a rookie anymore, but he's been around for a couple of years. Tyler Gillette. Oh, yeah. Get him out there.
1: Yeah, he did really well this last
0: season. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, interesting to see. Oh. oh, God. And the 15
1: year olds. They got 15 year olds doing
0: it. Oh, it's just um, insane. Fans.
1: I think if Vance can get through uh, the qualifying and city final rounds and then the bigger obstacles on stage one, I think he'll be fine past
0: stage one. That's crazy. um, Vance Walker, one of the old students I used to coach. I don't know who Vance is. I've seen, I've seen, I saw his Instagram. He is, I mean, he's 15, but he's, like, thick. Like, just... Yeah, yeah, it's a... That dude put on the muscle mask oh, last man. year. Or so, um, but yeah, I, I I was
2: one of his first coaches way back in uh, Ninja Quest. And I was still at Ninja Quest
1: days. Um, it's been exciting to watch him grow over the
0: years. Uh, so definitely excited to see what he can do on the show this season. Yeah, did he did he win Junior Ninja twice? I, uh, they or just one season uh, they haven't aired those episodes yet
1: um, so all we know is he beat the first season
0: and oh this is a season 2 gone. oh I thought I thought they were on season 3 I already thought they were on season 3 no, oh yeah, okay season, uh, yeah uh, season 2 season 2 filmed last year but they didn't start showing season 2 until like,
2: recently,
1: uh, recently. Oh, okay right, um, right, uh, yeah, right so yeah. We'll, yeah so
0: we'll yeah see won. the
1: results and how he did this
0: he won okay he won yeah, last year Man, it's They hadn't announced season three yet for junior, so I figured they'd
1: bring it around, but nobody's they haven't announced season three yet.
0: Oh, okay. Man, these kids are yeah. crazy. These kids are crazy. Um who do I who do I uh this guy didn't get on, but I remember speaking to Lucio about him, uh Aiden Wood. He was on the um he was on the junior show. He's just he I think he trains up in New York. Oh man, he's an, okay. he's an animal. He's just Tall, lanky, just um, and then there's, I think there's a, a Nate Pota. I think he did. I think he did quite well in the junior. I think he actually oh, yeah, had. Yeah, I think yeah, it I think he had the finals with um with Vance. Um, nice. Oh man, these kids are on. They're on another planet. Like, yeah. If they, <laughs> and the thing is, if they're getting through to Vegas and getting through the course, it's like. What have we been doing? <laughs> uh, oh, right. like, oh man we're getting a, we're getting our butts handed to us by uh teenagers 15 year olds. yeah it'll be interesting to see how they handle the big uh the bigger obstacles like they did find on the show junior junior, and they do find at like gym competitions. Mm. so um uh, we'll see how they can manage the bigger stuff. When it comes to, when it comes to the big show, yeah. And well, I think probably the biggest thing is—I mean, these guys obviously, clearly, and girls are clearly talented. But I think it's the mental training, like you said. Not that they're not experienced, but because this is the big time. If they can yep. comprehend that and 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 handle that, well, then I think that's it. Then they're fine. But you know, they're still young. They're still teenagers. They're still emotionally not as developed as say, you know, yourself or, or or I would say most of the adult competitors who have been competing, you know, for multiple years. So that, I think that'd be the only thing that would sort of hold them hold them back. But you know, I mean, the fact that they've already been competing I think is yeah. a huge advantage um a huge advantage for them. Um. Whereas if they were like fresh, oh my, there'd be, there'd, there'd be no no chance.
2: Yeah, that'd
1: be real real hard to uh, you know. They get stage fright, you know. Uh, higher those high pressure situations. Um, mm. But some of them, like you said, they've been doing all these gym competitions. They've gone to you know NNL finals or uh, the NNL worlds. They've done UNIA. All these bigger ninja leagues that are around probably really helped. Um, you know, get them used to dealing with those butterflies. Mm. Um, so, probably won't be as big of an issue for some of them that have competed at that level. Uh, so, yeah, mm. might work to their benefit that they've never even had that kind of experience. They're just going in blind. They've got that beginner's uh, no like fear of anything kind of deal. They just <laughs> block through it like, Oh, this is nothing. <laughs> not That's going to be the worst. Like, somebody's like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever
0: they're gonna like, hey, the i'm just like oh man can you imagine if a 15 year old gets to the rope <laughs> i can see it i can
1: see it man it's 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 definitely doable for as strong as these kids are
0: oh, i gotta be excited man i don't have to be excited or just ashamed that i'm just terrible <laughs> <laughs> i don't feel bad for that kid though he access to that money for a long time, I think that they wouldn't let them have oh, true. that money for a long time. True.
2: <laughs> probably, probably like goes, goes into like
1: a deposit bank somewhere, they'll be like, all right, you touch this when you're 18, you got to <laughs> wait like a couple of years would be
0: tough. Oh, that's crazy. All right, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, I appreciate appreciate you um, redoing this with me. It's, it's It's been good. I guess we've had some new things to talk about with... You know, yeah. the oh, way the world crap been <laughs> yeah, with the way the world's going. Um, oh no, man! Do you have much on for what's today? Today's I think it's I think it's I, I actually don't know what day it is anymore. I think it's Saturday for me. What day is it for you? Oh yeah, it's uh, Friday right now. It's Friday. Okay. Yeah,
1: Friday. Got nothing going on. I'm just uh, canceling. Still trying to
0: cancel flights. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh yeah because i had i
1: had four uh four different events i was trying to do um
2: and yeah i'm trying to trying to cancel get refunds wow
1: and none none are none are letting you refund they just want to let you cancel it and use your money later but
0: yeah I'm makes sense to get yeah that's hard that's yeah, tricky being, um, yeah being nitpicky.
1: um but hopefully, when things smooth out, and I'll be able to get some things booked later down the road. Um, but yeah, for the rest of March, a bunch just hold up in the house, streaming, playing video games on Twitch,
2: hey, <laughs> and
0: taking
1: some hikes. That's about it.
0: Get those fingers real strong, man. Just, 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 just. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the money is at the moment, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know. I Can't esports. Yeah. Can't cancel esports. Hey man, get onto that. Are you playing Fortnite or what? I don't know what the most profitable game is at the moment, but but uh. uh not, what the... not into, I'm
1: not into Fortnite. Um, I've tried that one, but not not too big into that one. Um, it varies. Like the the streaming is pretty cool. People people will watch whatever uh, entertainers out
2: there. You know, if yeah. you're entertaining to watch, then
1: people will tune in. So I play a variety of games. Um. Whatever I'm in the mood for, it can vary a lot. I like role-playing games, I like shoot 'em ups, mm. uh, adventure games. Whatever, there's a whole lot of things. Um, some other ninjas will all play together. Sometimes we'll, we'll we'll jump on multiplayer games together. Yeah, yeah. And We'll have a blast.
0: So. Oh, that's awesome. That's also, awesome. Uh, I know. wish I was more skilled in games. I'm uh, I'm not very talented. I'm I'm that guy that you know, the <laughs> one that you're like, oh god, we have him on our team. Oh, god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> keeps dying every it's time he gets, right. every time he gets up, he gets shot again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a learning curve for sure. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. That's funny. All right, man, I'm going to carry on and do nothing. <laughs> Same here, man. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for coming on. And um, yeah, I'll hopefully, who knows, who knows what's going to happen now. Maybe they'll just film it all in one location. Who knows? So maybe, um, well. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have one big party in Vegas, maybe. Maybe, yeah. that's, the, maybe that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Cool.
1: All right, brother. Take care, man.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on The Way of the Ninja podcast. If you want to be kept in the loop, please subscribe so that we can teach you how to be a ninja in life and on the course.